been doing and what he's done, faithfulness of God. Hallelujah. Thank God. It's wonderful. It's a testimony to victory tonight that uh, you people will be in this house, this number that's gathered together to praise and glorify God on a Wednesday night. Because the devil said that nobody loved the Lord, doesn't love the Lord, and nobody wants to serve God. But once again, you made a liar out of the devil. Amen. The very fact that you pushed things aside and said, I'm going to church on Wednesday night to get something for my soul. Hallelujah. I just feel like the Lord wants to speak to every one of us in this house tonight. I feel a burden on my heart, and I just trust God could use us here tonight for his glory and his honor. I want to thank you for your prayers for our family recently and concern. May the Lord bless all of you for your prayers. Hallelujah. We're believing the Lord. Uh, we know the Lord's our help, help and strength, ever-present help in the time of trouble and the time of need. He said he'd never leave us or forsake us. And he's been faithful and always has, always will be. And it's a good life living for the Lord, isn't it? My, my, what does people do that don't know God? What does people do that don't go to church? What does people do that don't go to prayer meeting? Amen. Thank God for prayer meeting. Amen. That's what makes church alive is because somebody prayed. Amen. You cut your prayers out and it'll just seem like, well, you're in a desert. You'll pick your prayers back up and you'll feel like, man, I'm in a well-watered land. Amen. Drinking from the fountain of living water. Hallelujah. What a blessing it is. What a blessing it is to serve the Lord. Praise God. And we're certainly glad for all of our guests here with us tonight. Along with Brother Keith, we'll say, appreciate you coming to worship the Lord. Sister Townley here, the Lord bless her. I seen Trey back there. Good to see him tonight in the house of the Lord. And everyone that's come to glorify and lift up the name of Jesus. Yes, give them all a hand clap. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Well, in Jesus' name, amen. May the Lord speak to our hearts tonight from his word. Thank God. I'm glad we've got the book. Glad we still got the Bible. Glad we're still opening the Bible. I'm glad we're still preaching out of the Bible. I'm glad there's no chains on the pulpit tonight. So far, I'm glad to report to you there's nobody complaining. Amen. That they've been uh, in encouraging, Brother Harden, amen, to preach the truth and preach what's in our heart, preach what God's laid upon our heart. Amen. I want to do it tonight in the very fear of the Lord. Praise God. May the Lord bless all those who were down the front earlier praying for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You don't have to leave tonight without the Holy Ghost. Let me tell you, it's for you. Thank the Lord. Amen. I just want God to have his way in this house tonight. In Jesus' name, speak to us, God. Above everything in this world, we've got to be saved, haven't we? Amen. You know what? You can't be saved staying at home. You've got to come to church. You've got to come to where there's bread at. You got the amen. You know, it's not only important to hear the word of the Lord, it's important for all of us to worship the Lord. We're not going through just a routine to be going through it. We're going, we're singing the songs unto the King of kings and the Lord of lords because he's worthy to be praised. 
Amen. He said, let everything that hath breath, let him praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Why don't we all give the Lord a hand clap of thanksgiving together before we start the scripture reading tonight. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I want you to pray with us. We've got one more week to go to Pentecost. It's uh, be the next weekend, and we're just trusting God will give us a great time in the Holy Ghost, and we'd reach a lot of souls. Good opportunity to invite somebody to come. Thank God. Thank God for the resurrection that Jesus came out of that tomb. And we know from the Scripture that it tells us plainly that he was here 40 days, and he told him to go to Jerusalem and to wait, and we do know that between that uh, Passover and Pentecost was 50 days. So I'm glad to be Pentecostal tonight. Amen. Sounds like we're lined up on the right side to me. Praise God. That's where it was always headed, was headed toward Pentecost. Thank God for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Everybody say in Jesus' name. Amen. Say, I'm going to help you preach, Pastor. Amen. I appreciate that. You can be seated. Isaiah, the 66th chapter and the fourth verse. Isaiah 66 and 4. He said, I also will choose their delusions and will bring their fears upon them. Listen to the reason Isaiah said, because when I called, none did answer. When I spake, they did not hear, but they did evil before mine eyes and choose that in which I delighted not. Isaiah said, I will also, I'm going to choose their delusions because I'm going to, and I'm going to bring their fears upon them. And the reason I'm going to do it is when I called them, they did not respond. Amen. When I spake, they did not hear, but they just went on and they did evil right before my eyes. You're talking about contempt for God. This is contempt for God. Whenever God calls and you don't answer. You're talking about somebody that's arrogant. Uh, that is a good description of them. You call them, they don't even answer. You speak to them and they do not even hear you. And they just go on doing what they want to do. You know, you may get by doing that with, with mankind, but I want to tell you tonight, there's no way you'll get by doing that with God. When God speaks, when he calls, you need to say, yes, Lord, I want to hear and I want to answer. When he speaks to you, you need to hear what he's got to say. And then if, when he calls out to us uh, to direct our path, we need to be willing and quick to change our direction and do his will. And uh, the Lord, the thought the Lord has impressed upon my heart tonight is when God takes away your power to choose. When God takes away. You won't always have a choice. You won't always have the power to turn him down. You won't always have that opportunity. But if you turn him down enough, he said, then I will choose your delusions. I will choose the deception that's going to come upon you. I'll, I will choose, and I will bring it forth in your life. 
because you didn't call when I answered, you didn't listen to me when I spoke to you, but you just went right on in your own evil way, making your own choices, doing your own thing right before my very eyes. You know, I felt such a fear of God upon my heart today because I know that in this world that uh, we, we're living in, that, that men are so calloused and they think it's so unimportant the God, what God has got to say and what God thinks. They do not listen and they do not stop. And I'm preaching to the church tonight. I'm not preaching to people that are not here. I'm preaching to all of us in this building. And I feel definitely that God has given me a message for this body right here tonight. I don't think they're in St. Louis. I don't think they're in California. I think they're right here tonight. Amen. That God has brought us all together to hear the word of the Lord together. Praise God. Help us, God. Help us. Help us to watch our spirit and our attitude. You know, it's the things of life that affect people's attitude. Uh, success certainly affects attitude. Failure affects attitude. All these different things affect people's attitude. And uh, how easy it is to allow uh, the enemy to mess with our mind. But God help us to, to have a humble spirit, a receptive spirit, and want to hear the will of the word of God and want to do the will of God. Did you know it's a show of humility, the very fact that you come to church tonight? I'm going to tell you, God will honor the fact that you took time to come and to sit on the pew and listen to the word of the Lord. That takes a discipline of every person in this building tonight to bring their flesh and say, I'm going to listen to God's word and I want to grow from it and I want to be what God wants me to be. Oh Lord, let us never lose that sensitivity that, that God had placed in us when we received the baptism of the Holy Ghost of where we fear the Lord and we have the fear of the Lord. I tell the young people, young people are all of y'all listening to me down around the front, none of you talking, young people, look right up this way. Amen. Don't be talking. Let me tell you, I, I, I tell them around the school, I said, be careful. When, when they mention God, stop what you're doing. When they talk about the Bible, stop what you're doing. And I'm going to tell you, when you come to the house of the Lord, you need to reverence the house of God. This is a great place, but let me tell you, it is a fearful place. And i tell you what I fear. I fear that there's been people that... Uh, that, that, that God turned against them when they were very young and children because they were allowed that this, uh, 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 they weren't respectful of the house of God and, and, and somebody should have had their hand on them and somebody should have been talking to them and somebody should have been guiding them and somebody should have been putting the fear of God in their heart. But it was almost just like a playhouse where they did not have the fear of the Lord in their heart and they did not fear God. And therefore the wrath of God came upon them while they were very young. They didn't even know when it happened. But because they didn't have that reverence. Oh, I want to tell you tonight, church, if you feel a reverence for God, you have something to be thankful for and appreciative in your heart. Amen. That you, you reverence God and the things that are connected to God. The world we're living in tonight, they have totally lost their respect for the Bible. The Bible doesn't mean anything to this world. 
They mock it in the newspaper. They mock it on television. They mock it on the radio. Amen. They joke about it uh, in the workplace. Uh, it's, just a, it's just a joke to them. But I want to tell you to us, it is the Word of God. And we love God. And we love God's Word. And we thank God for the Bible that God has given us His Word. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Young people, don't talk. Amen. I'm preaching to you tonight. Amen. You don't need to talk in church. Am I telling them right? Amen. This is a fearful place. This is a place where you're going to get blessed or you're going to get cursed all the days of your life. Amen. This is a house of blessings and this is a house of curse. Hallelujah. And I want God to smile upon everybody in this house. I want his mercy to be upon us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know what God said? He told his Israel. Like his beloved people, people that he loved so much. He said, I want to tell you, when they, whenever they did not bring forth the fruit they sh should have brought forth, he said, I'll tell you what I'll do to my vineyard. He said, I will take away the hedge thereof, and it shall be eaten up. He said, I'll break down the wall thereof, and it shall be trodden down. He said, I will lay the whole thing to waste and it's not going to be pruned or digged, he said, but it's going to come up with briars and thorns and, and all these things. And then he said, I'm going to command the clouds that they will not rain upon them. When God takes away your power, you've got power to choose tonight. You've got power to make a choice of what you're going to do. Amen. Whether you're going to live for God or not, whether you're going to reverence the things of God, whether there's going to be a respect in your heart, you have the power to make that choice. But God told Israel, he said, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tear down the wall. He said, I'm going to take down the hedge and there's not going to be any defense for you. I'm going to tell you, God is our defense and God is our wall and God is our help. Amen. Thank God for his mercy. Uh, Solomon said, when your fears cometh as desolation and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind. Brother, it comes so fast. That's what trouble does. When distress and anguish cometh upon you, then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early. They'll, they'll be ready to come to prayer meeting then, but they shall not find me. For that they hated knowledge, they did not choose the fear of the Lord, they would none of my commandments counsel. They wouldn't listen. They didn't want to hear preaching. They despised all of my reproof. Every time they got reproved, reproved, instead of humbling themselves, they just, they just despised it. They hated that God would reprove them. I'm going to tell you, if God will deal with our spirit, we've got something to be thankful for. If, if God will deliver some mail tonight in your mailbox and you'll say, hey, I got something out of that message. God spoke to me tonight. You have got something to be thankful for. That means God still, that means God still cares about you, friend. Hallelujah. But he said they would not listen to any of my counsel. Amen. They despise my reproof. Therefore, shall they eat of the fruit of their own way. Amen. And be filled with their own devices. Oh, God, help us tonight when God takes away that power of choice. You know, you start out, uh, I preached last Wednesday night how God blesses people to start out with a storybook life. 
I mean, it's just so wonderful. You get the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You get your feet planted on the right path. You start down that beautiful journey. And brother, it's a wonderful, wonderful story. Amen. What a blessing it is. And you know, as I preached to you last Wednesday night, don't let the devil mess with the story. Don't have a crash landing at the end. So many people start out and it's a beautiful thing and they start out a beautiful life. But before it all, all ends up, uh, they made a, a crash landing uh, and they've gotten off track. Uh, and that's what the enemy wants to do with every beautiful life that's in this building, every beautiful beginning. Amen. I want to tell you, we're here to shake our fist at the devil's face and defy him in Jesus' name. We're not going to run just the first mile good. Let me tell you something, Mr. Devil. We're fixing to run the last mile just as strong as we did the first mile. Anybody can have a good beginning. But let me tell you, some of you tonight, that the devil has disrupted your life and messed with your life. You know what you need to do? You need to stomp your foot at him and say, devil, you're not going to throw it off track. You're not going to throw it off track. You're not going to mess it up. And I'm not going to have a crash landing. I'm not going to end in failure, but I'm going to end in victory. I'm going to cross that finish line, and I'm going to still have the victory when I walk across the finish line. Well, come on. Hallelujah. Thank God for mothers that are standing that's battling demons and hell itself amen and warred against all kind of spirits but they're still in the race tonight and they've still got their mind made up oh God our face is set like a flint tonight our feet is fall, set firmly upon the rock and the devil of hell is still a liar and the truth is not in him Oh, we just come back to tell you tonight, Mr. Devil, you're not going to win. You're, you're not going to win. You're not going to win. The last pages of our life is not going to be a life of defeat, but it's going to be a life of victory. We're going to go all the way to the end with victory. Come on, church, you let the Holy Ghost have its way. Oh, yes. Somebody needs to holler right now. Somebody needs to moan and groan in the Holy Ghost. Oh, oh, God, oh, God. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for victory and help. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I like that song. You be seated. I feel no ways tired. Amen. And I don't. I feel refreshed in the Holy Ghost. Amen. I feel refreshed in the Spirit. Amen. We're going to fight another round. 
going to fight the devil some more in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We're more than conquerors. 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 He called us to be conquerors. He said we would overcome. He said we could win the victory. He said he'd go before us. He said he would walk with us. He said he would give us power over every spirit in the name of Jesus Christ he has preserved us with his love he said you're sealed by the Holy Ghost we have been preserved and we have been sealed God didn't just give us this Holy Ghost and just turn us loose he gave us this Holy Ghost and then he put a big old seal over this Holy Ghost in us. He sealed it up in us. And brother, I'm going to tell you, the Apostle Paul got to talking about all the things that could not separate us. Amen. He didn't leave nothing out, but he talked about life and death and things above and things below and in every direction and creatures and he said there's nothing that can separate us from the love of Christ. Nothing. Nothing can separate us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The only thing that can separate us and the only thing that can break that seal is when we get so relaxed and we get so foolish and we take the things of God for granted we lose the respect for prayer for the Bible for church for righteousness for holiness we don't we don't have no respect for it anymore and it's almost it's like a burden to us you're talking about getting in trouble that's when you'll get in trouble that's when you'll mess up the story. That's when God will reach in and take your choice away from you. You won't choose no more after that. Because there's not a person in this building that's a match for the devil. But I'm going to tell you, the devil's not a match for our God. And if you get this God in you, there ain't no perversion going to get you. There ain't no adultery going to get you. There's no jealousy going to get you. There's no envy going to get you. There's no hatred going to get you. There's no get back spirit going to get you. When you get sealed in the Holy Ghost and you don't mess with the seal, but you walk and you live in favor with God. For God, keeps the defense around us. Brother, I'm going to tell you, we've got examples in the Bible. We've got living examples. We've got examples that's already gone on across the other side. And I'm glad to tell you, when they crossed the other side, they were still shouting the victory right in the devil's face. Amen. So, as the Apostle Paul said, we've got a great cloud of witnesses 
of people that's already done it. Amen. And if we can keep the favor of God, God will keep us. But if we don't keep his favor and we get careless and the things of God are taken so light, we have opportunity to pray and we don't pray, have opportunity to go to church and we don't go to church, have opportunity to live for God, be sensitive to the things of the Lord, and we don't do those things, I'm telling you, he's calling. You need to answer. When he speaks, you need to stop dead still and say, hey, I'm going to listen. Oh, Brother Holmes, I'm going to live my own lifestyle. Can I tell you, you're not your own. You've been bought with a price. You got to change lifestyles. And this has got to be your guide for living now. And if you'll live it by the book and walk it by the book, God won't ever take away your power to be able to choose. But if you do, I'm telling you, it will be a terrible crash landing for you. Help us, God. Help us. God spoke to Samuel and said, I want you to go to the house of Jesse and I want you to anoint David to be king. And Samuel said, how can I go? He said, if Saul hears it, he'll kill me. And the Lord said, well, I'll tell you what you do. You just take a heifer and you go down there and have church and make a sacrifice. And when you get to the church, you be sure you call and tell them to have Jesse there at the sacrifice. And then you can anoint this man, one of his sons, to be king over Israel. The Bible said that Samuel took the horn of oil and he anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. The Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I want to tell you what. It was not an accident the day the Spirit of the Lord came upon you. You may think, oh, it was just a Wednesday night, Sunday night, or Sunday morning by accident. It just turned, no. It was a, a special, it was predestined in the mind of God that day and that time that the Lord would lay his hand upon your life. It's a wonderful thing to have God to put his spirit upon you. He said that when he went down there and anointed him to be king over Israel, that the Spirit of the Lord came upon David. The Spirit of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank God for the times the Spirit of the Lord has come upon us. Thank God for the times the Spirit of the Lord has been refreshed in us. I'm going to tell you, the Spirit of the Lord is just as real as I've told you before as, as putting on this coat. You don't have it on and, all, and then you take it and put it on. That's the way the Spirit of the Lord 
Amen. Can be so real and wonderful in your life. That's what I love about prayer. And that's what I love about short prayers. Is because you never know when you're going to make contact. We come up to the church last night and fixing to leave. And I told my wife, I said, well, let's just pray a little bit longer. And you know what? The Spirit of the Lord came up on this place. The glory of the Lord filled this house. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord started speaking to my heart. I'm going to tell you, he won't only talk to you through tongues. He'll talk through you. If he can speak in other languages, he can speak in English also. Amen. And the Holy Ghost began to speak to me when I was walking around this place. Amen. And you know what it was? God, I know, I know we're on your side. And you're on our side, God. You're on our side, God. And we're on your side. Thank you, Jesus. Thank God for the blessed confirmation and the promise of the word of the Lord and the spirit of the Lord anointing us. Hallelujah. Thank God for the glory of the Lord that can come upon us. Everybody say, come upon us. I remember like it was almost yesterday in 2nd and Buckeye and, and years of course, a number of years ago, being in that auditorium praying and my daddy in there praying. And he, he, he was laying down on the altar. Y'all remember those, was it royal blue altars? Was that the color it was? Amen. And the carpet? Well, it must have been purple then. Amen. No, it was blue. And he was laying on that altar. And I went up there to him while he was praying and I was praying and I knelt down before him and I said, Daddy, put you, I want you to pray over me. I want you to bless me. Bless me. And he put his hand on me and he prayed over me. Amen. I'm going to tell you something. You, you may think, man, it just, you know, you know, you know the way the world looks at people. They look at people and they say, you know, the old saying, puts on his pants just like I do. And uh, I want to tell you, there's, there's some people that's got elevated positions with God. And they got seniority with God. See, you may not believe that, but I, amen. And all this trial that we've been going through, I told faith in them. I said, you know, first of all, God's got to deal with mother. Amen. Amen. I mean, you haven't spent a lifetime praying and seeking God that God will just pass right over and let anything happen in your life by accident. See, I'm going to tell you, that's what's getting people in trouble. And, and that's, what a, that's, that's what troubles me about young people. Amen. And anybody, 
is if, if you lose your respect for things, the Bible and things that are connected to the Bible, and if a preacher looks like to you, he's just a, another man that's money hungry or whatever you want to call or whatever you want to do, that's the reason you, you, don't, you don't understand the things of God and you don't have the fear of God in your heart. You're blind and you can't see what you need to see. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Brother, this people's got seniority. They've walked with God for years. I'm going to tell you, God honors their prayer. He honors their life. And the Spirit of the Lord come upon David. One day he didn't have it. And when Samuel poured that oil on him and anointed him, he had it then. God touched his life. God moved upon him. God's Spirit touched him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Brother, it's such a treasure to have God to touch your life. The greatest event in your life is when you receive the baptism, the real baptism of the real Holy Ghost, and you talked in tongues, and you got baptized in Jesus' name, and then when you started this journey of living for God, and walking with God and God walking with you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The next verse says, But the Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. And even the servants could see, Behold now, an evil spirit from God troubleth thee. When God takes away your power to choose. Saul, you're not going to choose anymore. You made your last choice. You could have chosen to honor God, to respect the things of God, to love the things of God. But you didn't, you didn't love it, Saul, and you didn't appreciate that Samuel had already been there and anointed you while you were trying to find mules. While you were trying to find some mules, the mercy of God made you a king. Now, is that not a story? Is that not an unbelievable story? A man out looking for mules ends up being the king over Israel. And brother, I'm going to tell you, there's that we've all got that kind of story. Amen. Maybe wasn't doing something that worthwhile. Where were you at when God found you? Chasing mules? Chasing sin? Chasing the world? And the good mercy of God came in and touched our life and transformed us by the power of the Holy Ghost. The Spirit of the Lord came up on you, Brother Bo, is the reason you're in church tonight, Sister Tina. Brother, I'm going to tell you, this is not a church of how to win friends and influence people. We sure want to be kind and we sure want to be friendly, but at the end of the day, if God don't call you, there's nothing we can do. 
Everybody that gets in God's church gets in because God called them. So you're where you're at because God called you, God touched you. Now you're off track, Saul, so I've taken away your power. What's wrong? I'm going to tell you something. When people don't have peace in their heart and they're in turmoil, it's because of an evil spirit is either trying to come on you or it already possesses you. When you're just an agitator and and trouble and troublemaker and troubled in your life and, and you're filled with jealousy and you're filled... Church, how many times have I preached and I feel it in my spirit tonight? Uh, You you need to identify those spirits. Everybody say, identify the spirits. You need to identify when all at once something just comes up on you and you feel rage in your spirit and you just just want to get a hold of somebody and you just want to tell them off. And you just, you just, you just, you know, gnashing your teeth. You just, you just, the very sight of them just, Something stirs up your spirit. I'm going to tell you, you got to get the victory over all that nonsense. You're going to mess around and God's going to withdraw his spirit from you and turn you loose and just let you go. Oh, will will anything majorly change in my life? Not necessarily for a long time. It didn't for Saul. He went on for another about 20 years or so. Amen, and, 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 but it was just, he was tormented every day of his life. Hey, church, I, I, I believe this Holy Ghost really and truthfully gives us what? What does it give us? I don't believe we have to be agitated and troubled and turmoil in our spirit when we've got the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I don't believe we have to go around with something in our spirit and I hate this person and I resent this person and I feel this. And you better watch those spirits. Those are evil spirits and the devil is trying to cause you to self-destruct and God just remove his spirit and remove the power of choice and your life is in turmoil. You know, the judgment of God is not always a car wreck or cancer The judgment of God can be just, you don't even know when it's happened, but it's gone and you have no peace and you can't find peace. You're just, life is just agitating everything and everybody and you're just, you know, and you think, you talk to people, you say, what do you got to be jealous of? My God, look what God's done for you. Look what God has helped you with. And, and they still can't get over it. And they, you know, because when an evil spirit gets in your heart, you can't talk it out of them. Amen. The only thing that will deliver you is an anointed prayer meeting, a praying through and getting down here under the, one of these pews and crying it to you. Get delivered from the power, the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, I'm preaching to you tonight, church. We're, we're on a journey in this church. God is raising up a people that has their head on straight and they have understanding and there's true love of Christ in their heart. Jesus said you would know my disciples because they have love one to another. Jesus said 
It's been said in time past uh, that you can hate your enemy, but he said, I want to tell you what, uh, you need to love your enemy. You need to pray for them that despitefully use them. You need to do good for what? Do good for what? Evil. Amen. Come on, the Holy Ghost wants to help us. For God takes away our power of choosing. I'm going to tell you, you need to get all that out of your heart. Where you can have the victory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Some people are so afraid somebody's going to get ahead of them. They're going to drive a better car. They're going to have a better home. They're going to have a little more money. It just eats, their, eats them alive. They just keep, <laughs> hallelujah. Can I tell you something? There'll always be somebody driving a little better car than what you're driving. There'll always be somebody have more money than what you've got. But there'll be somebody driving one worse than what you've got too and have less than what you've got. Come on, church. Come on, church. Come on, church. The Bible said they didn't hear when the preacher preached. Oh, that's just a man. That's Joel up there. He's just another man. We can read the Bible. You don't have to pay any attention. Well, I want to tell you what, I'm nothing, but if I'm ordained to God to be your shepherd and God lays a message on my heart and you reject what's preached, you know, that's the problem. We can never identify ourselves. We always can identify our neighbor. We can always identify somebody in front of us or behind us or around us, but it's hard to say, oh God, it's me, it's me, oh Lord. I'm standing in the need of prayer. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God wants to raise up a mature church that quits bickering and saying, you, you, you did this and I done this and you did this and you, you talked about me and I'll talk about you and you blah, 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 blah. Oh, come on, just come on down here. You know why? You, you, you take an idle mind and people that's not working and they're not under the load. They got time to shoot at one another and play. But if you'll just get under the load of life and you'll just get down to business with God and you'll just have a prayer life and you'll just want to walk with God and you want to help care the load of the church. Let me go to the jail. Let me go to the nursing home. Let me find a dear sister and go over there and make some cookies and carry them to her and, amen, and tell her about the goodness of God and how good the church is doing and how people are getting the Holy Ghost. Give me somebody that I can teach a Bible study to. Give me somebody that I can help. I'm going to tell you, friend, a, 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 a mule that's pulling, he can't kick and pull at the same time. It's one that's idle and standing around. That's the one that can kick. Come on, get under the load and say, God, I want to do the will of God. I want to be a worker. I want to be a blesser. I want to help somebody. I don't have time to play games that children play. Oh, help us, God. Help us, God. Help us. I'm going to tell you, God can take away your power. He can bring such deception in your life. When God got fed up with Ahab, Ahab ran a race with Jeroboam to be about the worst king Israel ever had. But when God finally got fed up and had all of Ahab he wanted to have, 
You know what he did to Ahab? He put it in his head. He got him on an ego trip. And he said, you know what? I want one more thing. And he calls Jehoshaphat and he says, Syria is ours just for the taking. Three years there'd been no battle. But he said, here we are. We're letting them have all their uh, treasures and we could go in there and spoil everything they've got. And it's ours for just going over there. And Jehoshaphat was uh, somewhat of a righteous king that wanted to do what's right. And he said, but he made a bad mistake. And the mistake he made was the company he kept. And when you keep the wrong company, friend, you'll always go down the wrong road. If you get around people that are disrespectful about the things of God, I don't care if it's kin folks, friends, who they are, you need to get away from them. Lightning may hit them and catch you too at the same time. And this man, the mistake that Jehoshaphat made was that he, he joined up with Ahab. And, uh, but it bothered him a little bit. He said, I'll tell you what, Ahab, why don't we ask the prophet of God? And he said, well, that won't be in trouble because I got a lot of hirelings. I got them on the payroll. And so he got his preacher out there, our preachers, 400 of them, and said, shall we go to fight Syria? And they said, uh, yes, go up. The Lord will be with you. Amen. And, and there was something about it that it bothered Jehoshaphat. He could tell they were cookie-cutter preachers. Yeah. They had been trained, and a board was ruling over them real well, and the board was writing them a check. And let's just don't mess up the deal. That's right. I'm going to tell you, that's a bad sign wherever it's at. Amen. That's right. When there's a board running a church, that is a bad sign. That's right. Because out of that seven, they'll always elevate one or two. They'll be the, they'll be the head of it. So that's what I always say. If, if, if you're going to have somebody that's going to be the head, just go ahead and let the pastor be the head because he's carrying the burden of it. He's the one that stays awake at night and walks the floor and has a burden for the things of God. Praise God. And he could see right through that bunch and he knew good and well that was a show they were putting on. And, he, and old Jehoshaphat said, is there not a prophet from God? Is there not somebody you could... And he, Ahab said, oh yeah, I know where he lives. It's uh, Micaiah. But uh, he said he never prophesies anything good about me. So he calls for him and he brings him in. And whenever Micaiah comes in and he says, shall we go up? Micaiah said, yes, go up. The Lord will go with you. And brother Ahab knew. He said, how many times am I going to have to ask you what is the Lord's, what has God said? saying he said well i'll tell you what he said god has already given me a vision of what was going to happen god showed me and it was the vision that i saw was that israel was like sheep scattered without a shepherd And somebody was standing real close to that prophet, and he 
smote him, and then they put him in, in prison. But you know what? God was taking away his power to make a choice because Ahab and Jehoshaphat went on to battle, and in that battle, Ahab was smitten. And it was just as the vision that Micaiah had saw and God had given him, Israel was scattered abroad and he returns back. Uh, and it was all about God allowed a man's ego to get inflated. God let him do it. You know, I know I've given you examples tonight of Old Testament, but New Testament example is given to us right in the Lord's Prayer. Listen to, the Bible said, after this manner, therefore pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive our debtors as we forgive our debts as we forgive our debtors. And listen to this. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. You know what Jesus said? He said, every day you need to pray this prayer and ask that God would not lead you into temptation. He said, pray, lead us not into temptation. Because people don't have the respect they need to have for God, God leads them into temptation. The hedge will stay around you as long as you honor righteousness. The wall will be around you and you'll keep the seal around you as long as you honor God. But when you don't honor God, God will lead you into adultery in a perverted lifestyle. God will lead you into ego trips. God will lead Samson to go down there and lay his head in Delilah's lap. God will allow him and lead him into it because he's lost his respect for the things of God. So he's got his head in her lap and she cuts off his hair and he gets up and he says, I'll go out and do like I did before. But no, Samson, your power is gone now. Amen. Church, listen to me. Don't play with evil spirits. Don't, I mean, run from them. Run from the spirit of jealousy, envy, strife, adultery, all these things. Don't see how close to the world you can get. Because one of these days, God's going to say, okay, I mean, I've got contempt for you. You had it for me, and now I've got it for you. And I'm going to lead you into doing things that you do really don't want to do. But I'm going I'm to open the doors. Isn't it amazing how people 
with wrong spirits. It's like magnets, they go together. Amen. There can be a multitude of people and they have the same spirit in them and all at once they're talking and they're together. Is it accident? No. It's God leading them around. And that's why he said you need to pray. Lead me not into temptation, God. Don't let me get where I'm tempted. And if I, lead me not into temptation, but deliver me quick, God, from evil. Well, hallelujah. I feel the anointing. I believe I've helped somebody. Oh yeah, that's my faith every time I preach. Somebody got the vision. Somebody got better. Somebody got it in their heart. Said, Brother Holmes, that's hard for me to believe that God would do that. Well, let me tell you what he said he would do. With all, with all deceitfulness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved for this cause. He wasn't writing to sinners. He was writing to people in the church. For this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Because they, I know the truth. <laughs> how could you help but not know the truth? I mean, how in the world could anybody not see Jesus' name baptism and the infilling of the Holy Ghost that Jesus is the mighty God? I mean, Peter had the keys of the kingdom, and that's what Peter said to do, and that ought to settle it for everybody. Because they received not the love of the truth that they might be saved. For this cause, the devil, no, God, shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie and be damned. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a God. Everybody say God. Is everybody in agreement tonight? Oh, everybody's got God as this little fluffy teddy bear. And he's warm and he's soft. Oh, I want to tell you, love is wonderful and mercy is that. But let me tell you, the Bible said he's full of mercy and truth. The scripture said because they didn't want to retain God in their knowledge that God gave them over to a repent. God, everybody say God. God did it. God got them by the neck and led them around and carried them where they would fall right into that sin. Now if they'd been honoring God and respecting God and humbly walking before God and fear God and love God, they'd have never got there. How can people be so dumb and so foolish and how can all of us be so dumb and foolish? How could I be so dumb and foolish? Just take down the wall around me. 
Just tear down the hedge that's around me tonight and quit respecting God and God would just take me by the necktie and pull me right down into some trap and make manifest what is in my heart. And you tell me we don't need to fear God and walk humbly and softly and carefully and teach our children to fear God and not make a playhouse out of the house of God? Friend, the house of God is still a fearful place. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And I want to tell you, when, when, when they say Bible, stop. When they say something about God, stop. Can you imagine a world that's taking his name in vain? No wonder the wrath of God is upon our nation. No wonder, no wonder there's such a vacuum of leadership in our nation that people that are being elevated to high places in our government that have, they don't have morals. They've already proved that. They have no love for values of Christian home. You couldn't believe in abortion and believe in a Christian home. Well, hallelujah. You couldn't believe in a perverted lifestyle and believe in the Bible. The Bible said that a perverted lifestyle, that you are an abomination. It ain't you just made a silly choice. I'm telling you, God, he doesn't just hate you. He's got a hot feeling of wrath in him. And this old world is eroding fast and we see it before our eyes and it makes us sick at heart to think about our great nation. God, give us leaders after your heart. I don't care what kind of party. Don't start that with me, friend. Amen. I'm telling you what, I'm against sin. I don't care where it's at or who it is. And I will tell you, when there is not a red hot hate in our heart for the things of this world, God's going to take us and he's going to lead us into some temptation. And we're going to stumble. And we're, we're, then after we stumble, we'll look back and we'll say, my God, what made me do that? I'll tell you what made you do that. It's because when they were praying in assembly, you didn't think that was all that important. You didn't think it was important. Church was not important. I mean, it's just a joke. It's just a, it's just a place. No, this is a sacred place. We treasure these principles. We treasure the commandments of God. We love the Ten Commandments. We esteem them. We love his name. We love his word. Well, I feel a burden in my spirit tonight. Amen. The devil's still alive. Oh, Brother Holmes, we can change it. We can change the Bible. We can twist it to suit what we want. You're not going to get me to do it. Amen. Thank God for the Bible. Let the Bible be the Bible, the word, the word. Amen. And God, help us to live for you. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. What about a deliverance tonight? What about getting that spirit off of you tonight? What about rebuking that thing in Jesus' name and saying, God, 
I'm going to have your spirit upon me because I don't want you to lead me into temptation. I don't want you to open the door that I crash land and I ruin my life. And can I tell you something else? What's worse than ruining your life is ruining innocent other people's life. I mean, if you've got any heart at all, you ought to think about other people that will be affected by your decisions. And we ought to make the right decisions because we've got children and grandchildren watching us. But I'm going to tell you, when God takes away your choice, then you don't have power. You don't have power. But while we still are on this side of mercy, and we're still on this side of grace, what do you say? Let's take good advantage of it. Let's thank God for it. Let's honor God. Stand with me. Let's honor God in Jesus' name. Let's honor God while we're on this side of mercy, while we're on this side of grace. Come on, let's talk to God right now. Young people, come on. In the name of Jesus Christ, help us, God, in this house. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Help us, God, that we'd never cross those lines, that you would take away our power to be able to choose, Lord, and you would make the decision for us in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. You know, I feel it in the Holy Ghost. Somebody needs to walk down this front and say, Satan, you're a liar. Hey, man, I'm determined to serve God. Hey, man, while I've got mercy, I'm going to hold on to mercy. Hallelujah. I'm determined. Come on. Let God rid your heart. Let God cleanse your spirit. Come on. Anything, any way that's wrong in your heart. Hallelujah. Just come down around this front. Hallelujah. Let's talk to him together. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your rich mercy and grace. Thank you for your rich mercy and grace, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's all right, musicians. We don't need any music. We'll just pray. We're just going to close it out with prayer. No songs. Amen. We're going to talk to God together. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, yes, God. Yes, God. Come on, let's honor him right now. Come on, let's honor him right now. Oh, God, we honor you, Lord. Oh, give us a deep respect for the things of God in our heart, Lord. Lord, let us teach our children. Let us teach our children. Oh, yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Bless your holy name. Bless your holy name. That's good prayer, church. Oh, Lord, we need your grace and mercy. Oh, yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Oh, yes, Jesus, yes, Jesus, yes, Jesus. Oh, 
Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. Oh God, we sure do need your help in our life. Oh Lord, we sure need your grace and mercy. Oh God, that you would never lead us into temptation. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Jesus. You want to join up with someone and let's just cry out to God. I'd like for us to pray over our young people. Oh, God, in your precious name. Oh, God, that they would be saved. Let them have a deep respect for you, God. Let us teach it in the home. Let us teach it everywhere we go. Let us proclaim it, God, a respect for you. Oh, yes, Jesus, yes, Jesus, yes, Jesus. Oh, God, oh, God. Oh, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Parents, why don't you get your children together and let's close out with them, praying over them. Oh God, oh God, your husband here, wife here, however, amen, pray over them. Oh Jesus, pray with your children, get them with you. Amen, let's bleed together in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Oh, we need you, God. We need you, God. We need you, God. We need you, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, let's pray over our children. Let's pray for one another. In the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord. Oh, Daddy, this is a good time to get them around you. This is a good time to pray with them. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Come on, that's some good cry going for. Oh, God, we don't want you to curse our baby. We don't want you to curse our children, God. 
We don't want judgment to fall upon our house, oh God. We want your mercy and grace, God. We want your help upon us, Lord. Thank you for the burn of the heart tonight, Lord. Oh, God, oh, God. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Oh, wash me, Lord. Come on, I want you to ask the Lord to wash our spirit. Oh, cleanse us and wash us, oh, God. Cleanse us and wash us, oh God. Cleanse our spirit of jealousy, of strife, of hatred. In his spirit that's not like you, oh God. Cleanse us, Lord. Cleanse us, Lord. Cleanse us, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, church. I want us to rebuke that old evil spirit that agitates people. Oh, it would get in your home. It'd get in your heart where you can't truly love one another. Oh, yes, rebuke that thing, God. Give people beautiful liberty and beautiful victory, God. Rebuke it in the name of Jesus where people could truly love one another and there could be peace in their home. There could be peace in their hearts, God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we bless your name, O oh righteous God. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, let's ask God right now in closing, Lord, keep that wall around us. Keep that wall around our family, oh God. Come on, in Jesus' name, keep the wall around every marriage in this building, oh God. Keep the wall around every home, Lord. Oh, keep us protected, Lord. Keep your hand upon us, God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, oh Lord, we believe you tonight, Lord that Satan would not win, that we would not be overcome with sin. Oh, but we, we would make us overcomers, Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Church, I just believe with all of my heart that the Lord's word is right. And he said, I will give you life more abundantly. I don't believe it was meant for people to live their life in, 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 in all this anxiety and agitated fussing. Oh, it's so much better to have peace. But you know what we need? We need God's peace. Amen. 
that makes it worthwhile to come down to this church and pray every day if you can have God's peace in your home. If you can have God's peace in your marriage. And you know what? That makes healthy people. And that makes a good church to go to. Amen. You don't have to dodge somebody. And you can just love everybody. Don't matter. Amen. What they've done or what they didn't do. Amen. Oh, they got my money. Well, your God must be your money is your problem. Or you could get the victory over that. Well, hallelujah. That was a sore spot, wasn't it? Amen. Hallelujah. Brother, I want to tell you, you let them get your money and you let them get your victory too. You're a two-time loser, what you are. You should have been smart enough to keep one or the other. If you'd been a little smarter, you may have kept both of them. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to go. Well, I'm glad to see somebody smile here at the service in Grand. Y'all dismiss. Shake hands with somebody. Amen.